You're listening to Make It Happen, a podcast for curious, big-hearted, purpose-driven creatives. I'm your host, Jen Carrington, and I'm so excited to share the first mini episode of season two with you today. Welcome to the first mini episode of the Make It Happen podcast. I'm super excited to try these out this season, so let's jump straight into today's question. Alyssa asked, I'm struggling with balancing all my adventures. And in brackets, she said, calling them adventures makes it seem less daunting. She says, I am blogging, running my first year of my freelance graphic design business, holding down a full-time job, being a newlywed, and somehow making time to eat and sleep. I feel like caffeine is keeping me going most of the time and it is not sustainable. I loved your email about burnout and I feel like now is a great time for me to make some changes. I would love to pick your brain on the day-to-day of how you balance everything. So I have to start this episode by giving you a little background information on the email Alyssa was referring to. Late last year, I sent a weekly letter to my community all about the lessons I learned from the other side of my first major burnout. Usually these weekly letters are for my email community only, but I've put it on my website and you can find a link to it in this episode's show notes if you'd like to dig into what I shared because that will give you a little more background and a little more insight into the major lessons that I learned. But a brief overview is this. Last year, I burned out pretty badly. That's why I took a five-month break from this podcast and spent the last quarter of 2015 pretty much just focusing on client work and nothing much else because my brain was pretty broken and my routine and schedule was all over the place. I was working 10 to 15 hour days every single day of the week, not sleeping properly, not eating properly and not really being the best version of myself for the awesome people in my life that I love and most importantly, I was not being the person that I wanted to be either. And here's the thing, I was pretty busy. It was my first year of being in business and I was gratefully booked out with awesome clients and due to some scheduling mistakes on my end, I was actually overbooked with coaching clients and I was also doing my best to run this podcast and my blog and collaborate with awesome creatives too. So I was busy, but in reality, I wasn't so busy that I had to work 70 to 80 hour weeks and be completely burned out and a complete mess and so far away from the person that I wanted to be. I just did not have control of my routine or my schedule and I was not giving myself permission to really take care of myself and prioritize my own well-being as much as I did the well-being of my business and my clients and my brand. And thankfully, that's all changed now. And today I want to share with you how I changed that and what I'm learning from that because it's not a clear cut and easy change to make. And it's a change that never really done. It's something I have to actively do every single day. And hopefully by sharing this with you, anyone else who can relate to Alyssa's struggle with balancing all the things can start to build an effective and fulfilling routine that gives you the space to do the work you're aching to do while also living the life that you're aching to live. I'm going to break this down step by step because sometimes that really is just the easiest way to share insights and advice. So if you're currently burnt out or overwhelmed or feeling really unfulfilled and scattered and unproductive in your creative routine, here are some ideas and steps forward for you to explore. Step one is to re-center yourself. When you're burnt out or feeling overwhelmed or even completely hitting your breaking point, the best thing I found is to strip everything back and recenter yourself so you can then move forward in the most meaningful and purposeful way. Now here's the problem. Recentering yourself isn't always easy when you have a busy job, maybe a side hustle, maybe a full-time business, a family, a home to take care of, and of course all those bills that need to be paid and all those commitments that need to be met. 
there are two options here. If it's not possible for you to completely strip back everything, try and make space in your routine for maybe two weeks to a month where you're only doing the basics and the necessary tasks for you to continue to be a contributing member of society. So maybe that looks like just doing all the core tasks in your business, so client work and admin, and then taking care of yourself, and then maybe taking a short break from any side projects or additional tasks in your business. Or maybe if you're a side hustle, that means just going to your day job and then taking care of yourself and then taking a break from the side hustle on your blog for a few weeks or if you can hold off for a while you can do what I did and plan an advance time off in your schedule to completely take a break from everything. Last year I planned two weeks off over Christmas almost three months in advance because that's how much notice my schedule needs sometimes and I really needed a complete break in my routine if I wanted to get myself together properly so I could move forward in a healthier way. Whichever option you decide, basically what you're doing here is making space for you to recenter yourself. This means clearing your head, steering clear of any excess noise or work, and really just taking the time to recover and breathe. And this doesn't make you weak or lazy or incapable of doing incredible things with your work or your life. This just makes you human and in need of taking care of too. So step two is to figure out what are your non-negotiables. Hopefully, once you make space to recenter yourself, you'll find your head feeling a little clearer and your mind feeling a little rested. And then you can take the time to really look inward and decide how best to move forward in your work and your routine. This is where we identify our non-negotiables. Non-negotiables are the things that we want to make space for in our work and our life. These are all those adventures that Alyssa mentioned and they're all of those responsibilities and commitments in our lives that it's important for us to make space for. My non-negotiables look a little like this. My clients and the work that we do together and my content that I share online my financial commitments and bills my family my better half alex the adventures i want to go on and the places i want to see my friends my health my well-being my rest my downtime my self-development my business and the bigger vision for the work that i do and my cats because their family do your non-negotiables don't have to look like mine they are whatever are most important to you in your life right now another important thing to do here is to figure out what you've been treating as a non-negotiable that isn't actually on your non-negotiables list for example maybe you've been prioritizing launching courses when really you just want to become an awesome and in-demand coach or designer in your field or maybe it's the other way around and you've been focusing on getting booked out but really you want to build a passive income-based business instead maybe you've been focused on spending a lot of time with your friends but really you're in a season of your life where you need to take care of yourself and your family or maybe you've been focused too much on everyone else's needs and really what you need right now is to put your own well-being as a non-negotiable on your list then we move to step three what do you need to live a happy healthy and productive creative life so here is where we really tackle the burnout because the fact is taking care of ourselves really is so important if we want to live purposeful and fulfilled and impactful lives especially when it comes to our creative work and how we show up in the world we cannot do our best work if we are constantly running on empty so here's where you ask yourself what do I need to live a happy, healthy and productive creative life? Because you really do have permission to make space for what you need. Because making space for you does not take away from your ability to work hard and do good work. So what do you need? Is it more downtime? Is it more space to rest? Is it more space to just create without boundaries or a paycheck tied to it? Is it less noise? Is it better eating habits, more sleep, more exercise? Whatever it is, start to figure it out. Right now in this season of my life, my list looks like a good night's sleep, a better diet, small and simple moments of rest throughout each workday, regular time and space to take care of my mental health and quality time with the people who matter most to me. So now we move on to step four. Give yourself some structure and discipline so you can make space for everything that matters. So here's where we actually start to figure out how to balance it all. I'm going to share with you how I do it and hopefully you can find some insights and jumping off points to help you find a good process for you too. 
Remember those non-negotiables we talked about? This is where I start to prioritise them because I'm no longer naive enough to believe that it's possible to fulfil them all at exactly the same time. This is where I become okay with the imbalance because as my favourite showrunner Shonda Rhimes once said, whenever you see me somewhere succeeding in one area of my life, that almost certainly means that I'm failing in another. I cannot make space for everything every day if I want to live a balanced and healthy and productive life. I have to be okay with making choices and being very intentional with my time and my energy. So here's what figuring out my routine usually looks like for me. I start with my year. So I decided that 2016 is going to be a wholehearted year. I'll link in the show notes to a post where I go into this in more depth and it just breaks down the intention themes that are really guiding me in everything that I'm doing this year. That's my bigger picture jumping off point. Then I look at my quarters and I take them just a quarter at a time. So for quarter one that we're currently in, I set some core intentions for what I want this current season in my life to be. Then I look at my months and I also take them just a month at a time. At the end of each month, I sit down and look ahead to the next one and I think about those wholehearted intentions and my quarterly intentions. And I also think about what I've learned throughout the current month and what I need and what my business needs for me in the next month ahead. I set myself some core intentions and major tasks and goals and I let these guide me as I plan out my weeks. So then it comes to how I plan and schedule my weeks. I personally love structuring my routine so I have meetings on exactly the same days each week and then the days when I don't have meetings I have a routine that I follow on the exact same days each week too. So a set day for the podcast, a set day for content and business planning, set days for clients and a day for rest too. I map this out every Sunday so I can feel in control as possible of the next seven days to come. And that's when it comes to my days. So I plan out each day the night before. I outline my work tasks and my personal tasks too. This makes sure that I prioritise making a healthy lunch as much as I do showing up for my client meetings. And I also map out how I want to use the hours of each day. So from deciding what time I will wake up, to what time I will have lunch, to what time I will take a mini break, to deciding when I'll switch off, I map this out to a T. This is what I do for busy work days when I have a lot of meetings or a lot of big tasks to do. But to ward off burnout, I give myself at least one workday a week where it's more flexible and fluid. This helps me stay creatively energised in my work and helps me make the most out of the fact that I am my own boss and I can make my own rules up along the way. And that's it. That's how I have built an effective and fulfilling routine. It takes a whole lot of structure and a whole lot of discipline some days to stick to it, but it feels so much better than when I just used to wing it each week and work double the amount of time that I actually needed to because I didn't have anything guiding me and keeping me focused. Now, some of the things I do may work for you and some of them may not. When I'm mapping out my months, weeks and days, ultimately what I'm doing is choosing how to prioritise my non-negotiables because the fact is, if one week I need to prioritise a lot of rest and recovery time because I have a jam-packed client schedule or maybe a launch or a new project due to go live, that means I probably won't be spending a lot of time with my family or friends that week. Or if one month my health needs more of my attention, I'm probably not going to be doing much work outside of my client work because my personal life needs more of my focus during that time. That's all we have to do. We have to be okay with the imbalance and we have to consciously and intentionally decide every every single day, week and month, how we want to prioritise and make space for the non-negotiables in our life. How that practically looks is up to you. And one last step is to just take it one day at a time. Changing our approach to rest, making space for it in our lives and interrupting our usual routines to make space for one that can hopefully serve us better isn't easy. We can fall back into old habits, we can forget to be mindful and intentional and we may find ourselves saying yes to things when really we wanted to say no. All we have to do is take it one day at a time and practice compassion and patience every step of the way. Change isn't easy. Embracing a new approach to our life and our routine isn't something that we can just make happen overnight. Change happens when we're willing to keep going even when it's challenging along the way. So just take it one day at a time. 
Some days I fall back into old habits and find myself prioritizing the non-essentials and embracing a frantic and rushed state of mind. I have to slow down, forgive myself and go back to the core values and intentions that I want to prioritize for this season in my life right now. Alyssa and everyone else listening, I really hope this mini episode helps to encourage you to explore and cultivate and build a routine that makes space for all the awesome adventures you want to have with your life. Give yourself permission to make space for what you need to be healthy, happy and fulfilled along the way. You can still do your best work without burning out in this journey. And there we have it, the first Make It Happen mini episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. And if you have a burning question that you'd love for me to dig into in an episode, just fill in the form over at makeithappenpodcast.com and I can't wait to hear from you soon. Look out for a brand new interview on Thursday. And until then, I hope you have a great week ahead.